This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here we go. Hour two of the G-Bag Nation. Got a full-on combine report. A lot of things said by Jerry Jones Friday night. Our man Bobby Belt has been in Indianapolis and working, and he uh, sent us quite a few of his notes on the buzz, and we'll work off that right here. Jennifer at your service at ease there's brian broadus lucius alexander's in the pimp cup Woolchuck, chia follow and you have a uh, carter freeman coordinating your video 105 through the fan.com twitch and youtube and along with you we are the g-back nation here on 105.3 the fan got uh, best of the weekend coming up at uh, 340 with uh, eric chia follow and uh, coming up at uh, 320 here Woolchuck's going to get keep you entertained with some great sports. Did make it down to uh, San Antonio Saturday. Sunnyvale was playing in the girls 4A state championship basketball game, and it was a lot of fun. How was the atmosphere? It was incredible at the yeah. Alamo Dome. Alamo Dome. How about that? A couple thousand of their fans, a couple thousand fans from uh, from Sunnyvale. And, and, man, it's La Vega out of Waco. And they they jumped on them like ten zip to start the game, and uh, Sunnyvale could never fully make the comeback. But they got within two with a, cu- a couple of minutes to play. But congrats to La Vega and, and everybody winning uh, high school state championships here or, around the great state. It was uh, fun to be a part of, and it, it was fun to see so many people wanted to take that drive. That was four and a half hours for us, and we did a turnaround trip, but it was worth it, especially how big high school sports is. I, I think that's something that's really unique about texas maybe it's normal uh for you guys but just the way that everybody in an area rallies around the high school and the different sports is pretty impressive no Super shame fun. no yeah. shame in losing to waco la vega that's a good athletic program over there yeah. they've got one really some football, football state too. titles yeah. yep, they, they've they were very good, deep good battles yeah. with midway, argyle really good down there too yeah waco, waco midway, midway absolutely yeah. Yeah. They're, they and uh, Drake references them in a song. Houston, Atlanta, Vega. Houston, Atlanta, Vega. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're very popular. So they are popular. Okay, uh, some notes from the combine here from Bobby Belt. Jerry talked about bringing back Tony and Zeke, but it's clear from speaking to folks in Indy the Cowboys are on the hunt for another back. The, all, both those things can't be true, right? Is this is this lip service? I mean, if if you're seriously looking for another back, where is the room for Ezekiel Elliott on the roster? Seriously, I don't see it. I guess at, at league minimum, or maybe this is just Jerry doing. Your the, third back has to be a special teams guy, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 No, it's a good point. I, I don't see the room for it. I don't see the room for it. And, and maybe, maybe Jerry just wants this ending to be as respectful as possible, and he wants to distance himself from saying, "Oh yeah, we can't do the Zeke thing." I don't know, but then bringing Pollard back at a big number does make me feel better about the fact that Zeke won't be here. Uh, even though I wouldn't have done the Pollard thing anyways. But, man, if they keep Z, I don't know. I just I can't fathom how they're B- doing this. Bob says the betting favorite is the Cowboys a duo to be Tony Pollard plus a top 100 pick. And that makes that makes sense to I me. Think, I think Bob's right about that. To me, that's the, okay, you're, you're, you've got the placeholder with, with, uh, you know, with Pollard. And then when 
after this season, then you just move on. You, your intention is it's what's like what you did with Dalton Schultz. Mm-hmm. Right. You had Dalton Schultz sure. for a year, and then you move on to the next thing. The running back, you know, the pressure won't fall on that top 100 pick to have to carry the mail the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. you might you might actually hit on one to where it's like, oh wow, we got a guy that can run, block, catch, you and you can keep and, him fresh for a year. Exactly, yeah. and then you just plug him in. And go forward from maybe there. that ends up being like Roshan Johnson out of Texas. They really or, do like him. He's good. Yep, he's good a good. Player. I mean, he's a, yep. he's a guy that is like a three down back. Yep. I saw you had a great ten yard split. He uh, did very quick out of the gates there. Okay, while the team has confidence in Peyton Hendershot and Jake Ferguson, the Cowboys are clearly interested in some of these tight ends in the draft. Jerry spoke adva- about the advantage of having a dynamic tight end. Lunda Wells is one of, uh, was one of the only offensive coaches in Indy. Okay, that's interesting. He the- runs the drills. He's he's responsible Ooh. for on field drills. I love that. Okay, so good. yeah, well, you know, just for the tight ends. Yeah, well, yeah. There's there's several coaches that are involved. Each team provides a coach, and Linda has been a guy for years that has been that guy that's run drills. Okay, Roberto adding that uh, the Cowboys believe there's a couple tight ends in the class who can stretch the field. There are as well as many of the receivers. Yeah, and there's going to be. Most likely a better tight end than there is a receiver when you're on the board. Unless Smith and Jibba somehow gets to you. Oh, if he does, then you guys know that's your guy. You know my Ohio State. But yeah, I I, I think that I think they're looking for somebody that can catch the ball. Tight end, wide receiver. They're looking for that type of weapon. And I, I do think you're right about that. To me, there's far less questions about this tight end class. Than there are about the wide receiver Agreed. class. So he'd just be replacing Schultz. If that's what they do at 26, I feel like if you want to be honest and, and actually add a weapon, we're still looking for another weapon added at that point, right? Well, That I doesn't mean, look, end anything. It might end up being Odell Beckham Jr. if they yeah. are to sign him in free okay. agency. You are still looking for another weapon there for sure. That doesn't solve all your weapon problems. But if you get a guy that is much more dynamic as a pass catcher than Dalton Schultz, to me, that can go a long way for you because we know Dak loves the security blanket of the tight end. Having a guy, why not? If your quarterback loves that spot, why not get a an athletic freak who can be a mismatch nightmare and, and be somebody that can create a lot of opportunities for your offense, and then you still have a Ferguson and a Hendershot of guys that are big, relatively fast and can be other mismatched nightmares. I mean, I like the idea of this. There's so much about what they're doing that I really cannot get behind. And I know the draft evaluation of a tight end is very difficult. You, you, you see tight ends all the time. They get drafted and they and they just they crap out on but you. But I've never seen a draft that is this special when it comes to the the top upside talent at tight end. I mean, so take advantage of it, man. Yeah, take Dal- advantage Dalton of Dalton Kincaid is special from Utah. Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. I mean, people are raving Musgrave about o- Darnell Oregon Washington. State. Musgrave from Oregon State. You talk about Oregon a pass State, catcher yeah. and a seams threat. That dude can go get it. He's 6'6". I, I think six. anybody that watched the combine this weekend, too, saw Darnell Washington from Georgia, who's 6'7", and, you know, 270 pounds. But he's a huge impact player in terms of being able to run the football as yeah. well. Yeah, because he can block. You can wow. go twelve personnel with that dude. It's like having a third I, offensive tackle on the field. I thought you put weight on him and maybe make him a Jason Peters. He's hmm. that. I mean, he's that kind of good as a point of attack blocker. He's super athletic. Probably make more money maybe being an offensive tackle than a tight end. He had the guys third. Got options. He had like the third fastest time in one of those quick, uh, quick three cone tra- type short drills. shuttle. Short shuttle. Four hundred four or four hundred six. I think it, third yeah. fastest of any player yeah. at the combine. Oh, yeah. Whoa! Yeah. At six seven, two hundred and seventy five pounds, oh which was shocking. We've never seen anything like this guy before. 
Okay, yeah, that that sounds fantastic. Getting that guy. Okay, actually, uh, he's not the best tight end on Georgia's team, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> he's just the biggest. That dude's coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, Bob's notes continues. I'm feeling a little bearish at the moment on Donovan Wilson's prospects to return. I don't think it's out of the question, but there's a lot of work to do in terms of the dollar figure. Quinn wants Wilson back. Wilson wants to be back, but the Cowboys place one of the lowest values in the league at the safety position, and Wilson has potential suitors on the market. Yeah, I was surprised last year when they kept J. Ron Curse. I think it's going to have to come back as a number that the Cowboys feel comfortable with matching, and that might not be much over four and a half or five million bucks at most, right? Mm-hmm. They've, yeah. they've just totally, I mean, again, you know, you go back to with this whole thing with Sensabaugh, what, $4 million, what, 12 years ago? And there's still that's still kind of their number. I mean, there's wow. still there's still kind of you know four you know twelve years ago many years ago they they paid Gerald Sensabots four million. Now they're what the curse is at five million. I mean, they've only gone up just a fraction to, yeah. of paying of paying. So I don't think this will be. I will say this. I know personally on my board I have nine free safety strong safeties between the first round and the fourth round. Mm. If they want to if they want to take one of those compensatory fours they're going to get or a compensatory five there's some guys at this at this at this yeah. safety spot that they can make it work and they've got marquise bell who i think they like quite a bit that might be able to get some more playing time and fill that role yeah i i do think that dan quinn is now you at least have a defensive coordinator who knows how to identify and use these guys whereas for many years you neglected the safety position you didn't have a coach that understood how to find value with some guys and and use them to their strengths now you do in dan quinn i hate to see donovan wilson go but it it's not surprising they do not want him to go it just might not work out that way Yeah, it's a bummer because dan quinn wants to use for three him. safeties at a time yeah but good for him he he did set himself up nicely to get paid by somebody Okay, now here's the next note from Bobby Pellet. I love this. It says, when we talk about changes on offense, I think we're looking at two things. Complexity before the snap, simplicity after the snap. Well, they want to fo- Yeah, they want to focus on as many of the small details as possible to give them an edge before the ball snapped. Once it is, their goal is to simplify the passing game. They want the reads to be simple and quick so that the ball is getting out faster. Mm. There aren't going to be as many option routes. The progressions aren't necessarily going to be the same. This will, in all likelihood, be quick strike. The majority of the big gains in the passing game are likely to be run after catch plays. I freaking love it. Okay, well, now that means you're putting a lot of pressure on your skill positions to be dominant. Hey, take the six-yard pass and make it a 16 or a 26 or a 56, and you don't have those guys right now. So you you better go get some talent. I I hear you. Yeah, you need run-after-the-catch dynamic-type athletes, but you're also putting a lot of pressure on them and the quarterback to get 8 to 12 yards downfield and be open in a still window long enough that the defensive back can't react. I mean, the the degree of difficulty in other parts of what Kellen Moore was asking them to do is huge. I love this. And Mike also said there is a very extensive self-scouting going on with everything involved in this offense to make sure they're uh, putting the quarterback in the best possible position to succeed. I, I, I think this is the first time that I can remember in covering this team to this extent, at least for Dak's career where everything is being put up for evaluation in the offseason honestly and trying to objectively pick the thing that is going to be the easiest instead of just continuing on with basically what you've been doing. It's funny because what they're in a situation right now, listening to Jerry talk, sound like that $40 million quarterback is turned into Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. You know, half reads, quarter reads, two-level reads. You know, they're trying to limit the, the amount of reads this guy has to make. So they're making, they're kind of like, they're saying, listen, we really probably don't trust you very much 
to make the throws down the field that we need you to make. So we're gonna we're yeah. gonna we're gonna cut the field in half for you. You know that I mean, just listening to Jerry talk, that's what I I got the impression that if I'm Dak, I'm kind of pissed to be honest with you. Yeah, to me say, too. You know that that they're they're making such a big deal about my inability to read defenses. Yeah, that they're they're turning it into. Well, we're going into year eight, and oh, no, whenever we face good defenses, their that, defensive backs and their pressure is too much. You can't score like that against good defenses. Yeah, I'm sorry, we've given you lots of chances. Yeah, that's that, that, that's what I'm saying though. It's turned into half, you know, like two level reads where oh, you have a dragger, low high low reads, stuff like that. You know that that's what it's it's turned into. They they don't trust him to throw the ball down the field, and that's well, that's 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 what this offense is going to be. Hey. Quick strikes. The slants, anything in break and things that they could get rid of quick. The tight end's going to be a big, big part of this game. Yeah, you know, if get you the go ball back, out quick, yep. get not, the ball out quick. Not trusting a quarterback can be the best thing to ever happen to your team. You know, you yeah. go ask Daniel Jones; he's looking at forty million bucks right now because See, the team didn't trust him. Yeah, we're going to simplify things now. Oh, here, oh, look at this; he's got the sixth highest total QBR in the entire NFL. Well, yeah. that's because he's running the ball a ton. Yeah, they, well, we're just yeah. going to lean on his they're, legs. They're You're not going to do that with Dak. I, my concern, sure, but the, the Patriots did the same thing with Mac Jones. There's plenty of examples where you simplify things and you become a lot more efficient. Yeah, they're, they're, no. try, they're turning Dak into 2016 Dak is what they're trying to do. Well, my opinion there. I, and I think that's totally fair, and they're going to do it without the best offensive line in the league and, a, and the best running back in the league. They are going to That's going to be a huge difference for you them. You better put resources back into that offensive line pretty soon. My, my thing is just – Bobby said, Are we going to get to the part where Bobby thinks that, that, Zach, uh, that Zach Martin, this might be his last year? Okay, I think the Cowboys are starting to think more seriously about life without Zach. They still believe he can play at a high level, but I think yeah. they're lean, learning from the way they've handled Tyron Smith – and want some contingencies in place in case Martin decides to hang him up in the next year or two. Yeah. Turns 33 next season. He's older than Tyron. has played in just 11 fewer games despite entering the league in Smith's fourth season. Appear to be the most emotional of all players after the loss of the Niners. Okay. Mm. So Imagine maybe you should thought. keep investing in the offensive I mean, line. Absolutely. You you might have your two Maybe 26 ends. is not about a tight end or anything like that. No, you, know you might. Saying? Yeah, I mean, if, an, if a Torrance falls to you. Uh, you, you you might end up needing to look at a guard because right now you could have a massive hole at left guard, and uh, and maybe one potentially and at, at right. future at right guard. I mean right that's guard. why you know Will McClay has always said he values that flex. And I think you look at that guard tackle flex. Maybe you're also looking at that center guard flex. Opens it up for a John Michael Schmitz. Are we having a party? Hundred percent. A, Sch- a Schmitz party. Yeah. Oh wait. Are you are you thinking that this we are going to get Zach Martin news this off season? Oh, but the fact that Bobby's reporting that I don't think Bobby's just throwing that out there for his health. I think there's I think there's obviously some whispers that this guy's probably like thinking about maybe moving on. You know, his best friend in this thing was Travis Frederick, and we know Travis moved on because of his health. Yeah, but maybe Zach Martin. I mean, he's he's an All Pro every damn year he plays. Well, that of course would change things a ton if they feel like they're not going to have Zach Martin for this year. If well, you know no, you're going to have him for no, this, no, this year, this he year plays but one more year, for following year. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, then I'm not I'm not I'm not spending a first round pick for a guard that I need next year. That would be what about your left ridiculous. guard? Okay, for your left guard, that's totally fine. Okay, but to draft a first round pick at guard and say because I'm worried that my Hall of Fame guy might retire next year would be asinine. Well, maybe that's why they're keeping Tyron Smith around. Because they're going to put Tyler Smith at left guard, and they're going to need to. Good lord! If a good lineman falls to you, and he's one of your best players on the board, I don't think that's ever a bad pick at twenty six. No, for sure, absolutely, but not to not just because next year I might need a guard. If I need him now to be a starter, so be it. Even but, if that guy's not going to necessarily start, I mean, he probably would because you need a starting left guard right now. 
But if he ends up being your starting right guard next year, then fine. But I don't think it's ever bad to, to keep pumping into offensive line. As long as he's going to be a starter day one somewhere, somehow. Absolutely. But the the offense changes. I just wonder if you're playing everything so – if everybody knows you're playing so quick and so and you're getting the ball out fast and you're not trying to push the ball down the field, you have handicapped your offense in a huge way. Hmm. The, the defense has no threat for 20 yards down the field. Okay, great. You think Dak's getting picked off now. Wait till I just know that there's four-yard slants coming every single time, and I'm a good corner, and I jump it, and I go to the house. You think Dan Quinn's going to be the head coach here next year? And you, and you don't have, I think you're onto something, and you don't <laughs> have a speed threat either. So now from scheme as a defense, I don't have to concern myself with anything 15 or more yards down the field, and you don't even have a player on your offense with any sort of speed that just his speed alone I have to respect, and now, hey, Dak, this is what we think is the best thing for you. The best, like You're handicapping your offense. You're playing in a 15-yard box, and, and you have no threats to push the ball down the field. Well, That's a disaster. It sounds like a very similar offense. It's the West Coast, right? It's similar to what San Francisco runs. So, I mean, look, they're not a finished product on offense right now, but we love what the 49ers do on offense, right? So maybe they're trying to do something similar. Movement. If Schottenheimer and McCarthy are ever put in the same sentence again as Kyle Shanahan when it comes to offensive scheme, I, 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 I might combust. I might combust. There's a lot there's, of people that like Schottenheimer League, by the way. There's zero chance that Schottenheimer and McCarthy spit out what Shanahan's been spitting out for mm. 10 years. Chiafalo spitting fire as uh, we have a little Cowboys Combine Monday going on with you here in the G-Back Nation. 340's best of the weekend time. Coming up next, Well, Chuck, what would you like to do? Well, I've got some more NFL news for you. We've got another player that's going to be cut due to a cap casualty, and uh, I got some Rangers news as we have a potential player that might be in doubt for opening day next on oh. The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.